We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the D.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. All right, so building off uh, the topic related to injuries, and, and I'm not going to go too deep on this. I just want to kind of set it up uh, because there, there was a story in the Washington Post uh, that kind of detailed some of the things that Tyler Skaggs went through before he passed away, and obviously he died of a, a you know because he took uh, pills that were mm-hmm. laced with fentanyl, and and obviously took his life, and it's a horrible tragedy. And we're finding out all kinds of terrible things about that. But part of the story in the Washington Post, without getting into the the details too much because we don't have time, really comes down to like athletes playing with pain. Right, mm-hmm. he was dealing with some nagging injuries. Some of the text messages from his agent in there were essentially saying, "Listen, if you miss time, you're not going to be eligible for arbitration." And like, and you can't tell if it's pressure or if it's just informing him, "Hey, just so you know." But either way, the the bigger picture here is that these guys are facing those pressures to play through pain sometimes, and knowing the difference between an injury and pain. Mm-hmm. But what I'm fascinated by here is that. W- we're there's we're still stuck in like 1950 in some of this where it's like if you can walk you should be out there and in the old days we played through everything and like what I don't understand is why is knowing that that's a bad thing supposedly soft like is it soft now that people wear seat belts in cars because when I was a kid we didn't wear seat belts in the back seat this wasn't a thing does that mean we were tougher does that mean we're soft now because we make our kids wear seat belts and sit in car seats like when you learn things about taking care of health, we should probably follow those things. But we still have this whole gridded out, you should be tough for the team. And, oh, by the way, you know, if you got to take some pills to get through it, go ahead. I don't believe there's as much of it, but I still think it exists. There, there is probably less than, say, 10, 15 years ago. But I do think that sentiment is still there. And in the Washington Post piece you uh, you mentioned here, the agent for Tyler Skaggs, Ryan Hamill, and this is according to court documents, sent a text, and one of the texts was, we can leave and Advil the blank mm-hmm. out of it, which means, yeah, you're hurting, your groin is hurting, but we're going to just give you painkillers, and you're going to pitch through it because of the things you're talking about, because the less he's out there, the less he's going to earn, and here's your agent saying, well, the less you earn, the less I earn, which is a problem. Which is the danger in all of that, yeah. I do think it still exists, and I, I know I mentioned a, 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 a Sox thing earlier, but you remember Jake Peavy when he was pitching and his lat muscle, he threw a pitch and his lat muscle ripped off of his bone, and it's sort of like like a lampshade, you know, or a, a window shade, you know, kind of curled up on him. Oh, yeah. And the reason that happened was it was happening slowly, but the guy kept taking painkillers, and I'm not saying he took any of this stuff, 
But, you know, he was trying to lessen it because he felt like, I got to be out there for yep. my boys. I got to be out there for the guys. And what ended up happening is he had an injury that tanked the rest of his season and part of the following season. I still think there's some of that. I still think there are players who are just, they don't want to be seen by their teammates as not being there for them. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. And I do think when you're looking at injuries, are you hurt or are you injured? There was a football coach. He said, I would always ask my players, are you hurt or are you injured? Bud Kilmer. It's, there you go. But it's, it's purely contextual. For every athlete and every situation, you have to take in the entire environment in order to understand the cost-benefit analysis. We were talking, Wheeler, earlier about the window for these professional athletes is so small. Yeah, it's average so career is like three small. years. Right. You know, yeah. And if you're thinking, this is when I'm making my money, this is when I can be successful, mm-hmm. I think right now the risks of playing through this injury is worth it for later that could should be up to the player. I think, again, looking at context, head injuries is a totally different matter when we're looking at affecting the quality of the rest of your life. So, yeah, you could look at an ankle different than a head injury, but the play through it cannot be a, a uh, sweeping mentality for all athletes all the time. Well, what's difficult is getting players to understand that. And to listen to their bodies and then to not be afraid that they'll be labeled as injury prone. That's the last thing. I mean, I'm sure Alex Reyes, part of what he's going through right now is he's thinking people are going to start to think if they don't already that I'm injury prone. Right. That I've been that I I, there's always going to be something that comes up for me. And I bet Jack Flaherty feels that to an extent because he's had some injuries now in his short career. But I also believe Flaherty would not be one of those people who is going to going to feel the pressure of that so much. I think he'll listen to his body and say, "Look, I can't do it right yeah, now." Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm sm- I'm not that these guys are stupid, but they're, and they're what not, Amy's talking and they're not about. Soft. I think this is one of the problems like older generations look at that and say, "Well, I just toughed it out." Well, that's because nobody knew anything. Yeah, and your career lasted 1 year. Yeah, I mean, but like because nobody you knew anything. So, and to me a lot of this ties into the things we're seeing with with mental health in mm-hmm. sports. Like it used to be like if you were feeling it and you were like you just well I'll find a way through it by taking drugs by drinking by doing yeah. whatever like you think about the old school baseball players and you hear about all the difficult things well yeah they were all boozing every night and they were coming to the ballpark hungover because they were self medicating you know with the pressures that they were feeling like the Mickey Mantle story is that is that perfect example of that and what what's fascinating is. We're learning more and by people talking about it more like the head injuries that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. because we're talking about that in football, hockey, you know, we have special rules for it now in baseball so that they can be on a separate injured list so that they can come back faster if they're feeling faster, but they don't have to feel the pressure like, well, you can't be gone for 14 days. So we're, we're coming around on it, but we still find a way to put that pressure on. And, you know, that thing you mentioned, I had more than one coach, you know, starting when we were in high school. Like know the difference between an injury and pain, soreness. But but yeah. but here's the thing though, soreness in your knee can lead to an injury in your shoulder. Right. Like because you're going to compensate. And listen to what Flaherty said the other about day about his oblique. Is that the oblique led to him comp- yeah. changing his delivery mm-hmm. unconsciously? Led to him changing his delivery, which led to the inflammation. And because we know all of this now, I'm surprised that we still even have at all this push. And now it's not always coming from people in the sport now. In the game, I think they're really good about this. 
But man, I, th- I wish more people would pay attention. Like a well, a stigma. Yeah. I mean, I mean, these players don't live in a vacuum. So even if they have the support of their team, their teammates, the front office, they know what the fans are saying. They know what people are saying on social media or, or a, in the media in general. Or maybe there is a pressure. Do you know what I mean? Right. Among the other guys oh, that you sure want to be yeah. that team yeah. player yeah. and you feel that weight. You would think, though, that once you become a professional and all of these guys, this is their livelihoods and, and hopefully their livelihoods for the next decade or more. And we know that's not going to be the case for most of them. It's not going to last that long. But you would think they would all, being professionals, would say, hey, we get it because this is your business. You know, this is this is your career. And if you push it now and you try to play through something and make it worse, that might be the end of your career. So I get it because I would want you to afford me that same courtesy. But I, but again, I'd, being in a, a professional locker room, I don't know how they see it now. I think they're better yeah. at it. And I, I, I think there's less of that, he's not there for us, than there used to be. But yeah. there probably is still some that prevails. What's terrible, and I know we got to take a break, so we'll close on this. But what's terrible is... The way that teams treat players is almost entirely about how much they make. So if you've got a star quarterback, you're gonna you're gonna be real careful with him. But if it's your third string middle linebacker, you're probably gonna be like, hey, get a shot and go out there. You're okay. Well, let's continue this then, because I have a question about kind of looping back to Flaherty and this idea that maybe there's a little bit more of an adversarial or us versus them when it comes to owners or leagues in general because we have seen historically leagues fail players 100 100 we'll pick that up next on kmox we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 